Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic U Radio. Featuring the debut show of Carousel Partners International, a renowned group of expert coaches worldwide bringing their services together collaboratively and offering them to you in contribution. With host Jeffrey Miller, renowned author, international speaker, also known as the Interventionist. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon to the world. What a beautiful day in New England. I have the pleasure to be speaking to jolly old England this afternoon in just a minute. Thank you all for being on our show, Carousel Partners International, brought to you by Authentic You Media, Authentic You Presentations. We are very happy to be here with you today, broadcasting to all corners of this beautiful planet. We've got almost, uh, actually it is 9 p.m. in the U.K. Thank you guys for being up and listening to two great guys we're going to be speaking to in just a couple of minutes, two awesome gentlemen. Also, thank you to those in Auckland, New Zealand, and I know they're in the show this evening. And actually, it's tomorrow morning at about 10 a.m. for them. Australia at about 8 a.m. on the East Coast, somewhere around Sydney, Coffs Harbor, and to all other parts of the world, Pacific, uh, PST, 1 o'clock, Calgary, I guess 2 o'clock, my goodness, and 4 p.m. here in New England, up in northern New England on the coast of Maine. Thank you all for being here. Carousel Partners International, we are a group of coaches that banded together some months ago to bring to you the best in coaching. We lead in contribution beyond ourselves to the benefit of others. We are all about helping out. We're all about altruism. And this group got together, and we decided that we wanted to broadcast to the world. So here we are. Each one of our partners has had a show. Uh, We've got uh, still several left to go. Today, I have the pleasure to introduce you to two gentlemen who I've known now for approximately three years since I started strategic intervention training back in like 2009 or 2010 with Tony Robbins. And I met Mr. Gary Spencer, Mr. Mark Byford and learned about a phenomenal, fantastic organization that these two gentlemen started known as Crack On. Always got a kick out of that name because over here we utilize it in New England, and you utilize it in Old England means get it going, I guess. Uh, But Crack On, a group of amazing, larger-than-life, energetic, passionate, happy people that have been drawn together to better themselves by helping other people to better themselves. They understand joy, the sense of growth, contribution associated with unconditional giving, and that we help other people through discovering and reaching their dreams and goals in life. And then yours will easily be attained as a matter of course. People are drawn to crack on for the energy, the buzz, the excitement everyone is having all day long. I love that. Guys, welcome to the show, Mr. Gary Spencer and Mr. Mark Byford. What a joy to have you both on. Hey, thanks, Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. Hey, everybody. Hello, Mark. Hello, Gary. Guys, good Hello. to talk to you for, to, in jolly old England at 9 p.m. in the evening. And thank you guys for uh, staying up and, and being with us today. I, I am thrilled to have you both on board here. Uh, thrilled to have you on board as a partners in Carousel Partners International and now with Authentic U. Uh, we are just having fun, which is all it's about. We've got to have fun of what we do, and we need to help people. And, boy, you guys really do that. I, I am just so impressed after watching videos that you guys put up. You know, I always find that, that amazing, humorous energy about what you do, and people really attract to that. Uh, how did you guys get started with Crack On? I guess that's our first question. What what took place that you two got together and got this baby going? Right. I, well, it's... I had started on my personal development journey um, years ago, sort of 96, 97, uh, while I was still in in school, actually. And through 
passage of time, I think it was 2001, I'd, I'd heard the name Tony Robbins before that, and kind of, you know, who is this guy? 2001, um, I've learnt a bit more. I read uh, his book, Notes from a Friend, and <clears throat> I read all about the, the story, one man's story, this story of the food hamper. And in 2001, I thought, what a great idea, I'd love to do that. And then the little voice starts to creep in and say, well, you know, I can't really afford to do something like that. Um, I don't know who to help. Um, what if they tell me to get out of here? Um, hmm. And every other single excuse you could come up with. And um, it was that happened every year, kind of, until 2009. I got my opportunity uh, when a close friend of mine had had... Um, been down on his luck a little bit, so I'll just pass over to Mark and he can tell you how that came about. <laughs> um, it's interesting, Jeffrey. You know, everyone you know who's listening to the show has probably heard of the film Pay It Forward, and you know we we all live by the philosophy of you know just do good things done for other people, um, right. with that expectation of reward. And I think it's about five years ago now when my wife and I had separated after 18 years of marriage. And I'd ended up in a very, very small little two-bedroom bungalow with my two children to look after as well. And I'd always been the one in the family, Jeffrey, that had prepared and protected everybody else. You know, if anyone needed money, it was me. If anyone needed anything, it was always me who provided for everybody else. And this particular Christmas Eve, uh, this story really comes to life. I had got enough money to buy the presents or the food. And obviously my children have been brought up in a Christian society, and I thought to myself, well, they're going to expect a certain thing, let's say, for the benefit of the listeners, to happen on Christmas morning. Fair to understand? Yes. Yep. Um, so I posted on Facebook, um, looking for somewhere to go for Christmas dinner, and, um, and bought the presents. Um, a little bit later in the day, Gary had seen the post and came around to see me, to see what was going on, and I see, and I explained I was a bit down on my luck and hadn't really got a lot of money. And he wandered off and said cheerio, and then about an hour and a half, two hours later, there was a knock at the door, and there stood Gary with a big grin on his face with a massive food hamper. Um, wow. And I was just devastated, wow. because from my side, I had never been in the requirement to receive before. Um, and to, you know, to see my best mate, I suppose, come to my point of need when I needed it most. Um, wow. It was quite an emotional time. So as time progressed, Gary gave me this film called Pay It Forward um, along with the food hamper, and he tried to give me the film about four years before, and I just said, oh, no, I haven't got time to watch it. You know, yeah, I started watching it and never did watch it. Um, and Gary showed me the film, and I sat and watched it and shed a few tears, to be fair. And... Come the January, Gary said to me, so, right, what are we going to do to put this right? You know, this is your opportunity to pay it forward. So we sort of badgered about with ideas through the course of the year up till the next Christmas, and the next Christmas we had the opportunity to start a food appeal on Facebook, and we got together with a few friends, and we collected enough food for 500 hampers as oh a result gosh. of one hamper Gary had handed to me the year before. Um and in the January, everybody said, oh, this is great, guys. We love getting behind you. What are you going to do next? And we said, oh, well, you know, we're going to do Easter eggs for the kids in the, hotel, uh, you know, in the hospitals and care homes and things. And as a consequence, you know, everyone was like, yeah, but that's ages away this Easter. What are you going to do now? And we happened to mention the idea of the concept of what we'd like to do if we turned it into a charity to a friend of ours. And he chucked us a bunch of keys and said, well, I've got an empty shop there. If you'd like to use it as a charity shop, then go for it. If it works, pay us, and if it doesn't, then give us the keys back and walk away. Um, that was now coming up for, what, 26 months ago, and obviously now we've got um, eight shops. We're looking for 33 shops by the end of the year, so it's progressing. How fantastic, How fantastic is that? Wow. But it just, goes, it just goes to show the power of, one, the power of the video, um, yes. because... That was what, you know, had touched Gary at some point along with the story. Um, and also the power of just doing without thought of, you know, remuneration to yourself. You know, Gary had no other intention apart from giving me a box of food. 
you know, from my side, you know, now we see the work, what we do, which is just, you know, lots of coaches like yourself worldwide are all giving their help and assistance to us just because they can. Wow. Uh, you know, guys, I, I'm in awe here because this is so near and dear to my heart, and you know how I feel about Pay It Forward and have for a long time, and and yeah. since we also we terminate we term, the terminology of gift and gift what you need as well, you know, that's altruistic. It's that altruism that was born into us societally, oh my gosh, at the beginning of our inception as humankind, we was we worked that way as people. People helped each other. The, and we've talked about this on shows before. The the, the, the the people who bake the bread need the guy that fixes the, the carpenter that fixes the roof and they bother that. That's the way it used to be. People just took care of people. We just did this. There was no money worries. There weren't. And then we've grown to such a massive state worldwide about dollars and cents. That, that people just don't have it, therefore they don't have it. And you guys, you know, just, oh, my gosh, this just grabs me because you're doing something about it. You've been doing something about it. Tell me, there's got to have been some challenges along the way with people. I mean, what have people said? Uh, you, you don't get always get that great result with people wanting to help, right? Yeah, when we when we first started, um, you know, we... We'd we'd got the the food the Mark's food hamper had happened, and we'd got ideas that we wanted to create an organisation um, that helped people be better at helping people. So we didn't really know how that would take shape. We didn't know we'd got no idea, Jeff. We'd wow. um, we we founded it on our uh, eight crackonisms, which you can see on the website, and right. we said you know to start this thing off we have to stand for something and and have these core values so we've got the core values we've got an idea of where we wanted to be so there was when we came to open a shop there was two guys who looked like they were just running a second hand store having great fun all day long in the early days we had trampolines in there we had push bikes and you know we were the two biggest kids in the town um but that didn't give us a lot of kind of credibility. <laughs> um, well, it has lended to it, I think, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, and we, we still didn't know what we wanted to, to do, and people were saying, oh, I love Crack On, and I love what you want to do. Um, I said, well, you know, someone someone tell us. Tell us so we know what we're trying to do. <laughs> right, right. So Somebody help us out, of, please. Yeah, we've, we've absolutely made it up as we've gone along and, and stuck to... The pay it forward philosophy, the one man's story, um, everything behind that, and we've we've had every different kind of. The main thing we wanted, one of the well, one of the main things we wanted to address was to not be taken, to be to do this giving, and I know that's a big thing of yours, Jeff, is to you know to give and and let the well replenish and you know be able to receive and, and have the right to receive. But we um, right. we said we didn't want to run on handouts, on grants, on funding, on anything like that. And you know, the shop network was then the way to be self-sufficient, so that we're not um, beholding to anyone, and you know, the place doesn't just shut overnight because somebody's the funding stops. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> changed situation, and we've all got to go home. Um, you know, so I, you, that's you, very important to us. So that that's mostly perhaps why it's taken. All right, it took uh, for ten months after the first job. We had our second, and a year and a half, nearly you know a year to a year and a half, and then we've opened five new ones this year. Mm. I think I lost count. Six. Six. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. That's okay. Sure. That's okay. You know what they say. Rome wasn't built in a day, and for a fine bottle of wine to be a fine bottle of wine, it's got to sit in the shelf and ferment, right? So you've got to be able to get to that point where things really start to take off. And it sounds like they are, they have been. Um, what what made you launch a charity? How did that come about? I think the thing was, Jeffrey, Gary and I were both realistic. I remember we, we sat um, in my small bungalow one day, and we were wondering... With all the information we'd gathered over the years through personal development, we'd always said that we wanted to give it to the under-25s. And that was the age group we wanted to target. But we could never find a way 
in any way, shape or form for it to be monetized because the parents wouldn't want to pay for it because as far as the parents are concerned, that means that they've failed their children if they admit they need to have help. The kids right, wouldn't be able right, to afford right, to pay right. for it, and although they needed, knew, would know they needed the help. Um, and we said, well, how do we fund this project? You know, it's got great ideas, but how do we fund it? Um, and, of course, consequence to that was, well, if we launched it as a charity, people could fundraise for us. Um, people could get involved in the whole concept of what it was about. People could give their time freely um, to assist and help others. And that would just snowballed on from there. Fantastic. fantastic, absolutely fantastic, and and you know as far as uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you a funny story. Then you guys know this story. Sometime last year, I don't know, somewhere around the first of I guess 2012, a latter part of, of 2011, I remember seeing a funny little video come up, and it was your new office in Iceland. And I said, Wow, these guys these guys are yeah. really going crazy. I mean, my God, they they've left the UK and they've headed over to Iceland. What a phenomenal! I mean, they're really growing like crazy. And the next thing you know, I see a picture of a pile of snow on the side of the road. And it looks like an igloo that you've dug you dug a, a pile into where the plow would push the snow up or you shovel the snow. And then the next thing I know there's a video and there's Gary being pulled down in a little red wagon. And there's your new corporate vehicle and there's your new office. In Iceland, a pile of snow. Well, you know, I'll tell you something. I must have laughed and laughed and laughed. You know when they put expression up, you know, laughing my you-know-what off? Well, I was. <laughs> because that they, that cracked me up, crack on. I mean, that really got me. That was hilarious. So I love the humor of affiliated and associated with what you guys do because it's got to be fun. People have got to have fun. And, and when you work with the under-25s, it's got to be. I imagine there's some great times that you guys go through. I've seen some of the pictures and videos, you know, for the, of the pie throwing and everything else you guys do. I mean, I can't <laughs> yeah, wait to get up. I can't wait to get there and have a pie thrown at me, and I'm sure I will, you know. But <laughs> absolutely great. Absolutely great. So what people that are coming to the organization now, you touched on the under-25s, but I know you do more than that, right? Oh, very much so. The the opportunity as as a charity store, one of our main opportunities is is for people to come and volunteer. And you know, with the volunteering, you'll appreciate Jeff that there's so much more to it than just giving your time. What you get exactly. back is, is immense. We've we've had people come to us and mumble that they would like to come and volunteer and help. And right, what do you want to do? Do you want to be on the counter and serve customers? No, no, I couldn't possibly do that. You know, some of these people are now running stores for us, managing stores. Fantastic. You know, they've they've gotten so much from it in in a personal development sense, in a getting that that which you know that thing that we're all here, Carousel Partners, that self esteem, that self worth. Oh, how true! How true! How true! One of the funniest things, Jeffrey, is we have a, a statement round in the building um, which was put in place by one particular member of staff who every time Gary and I wanted to do something a bit outrageous used to say, over my dead body. And, um, <laughs> and, and that was that's one of the things which we... The more, the more that person said it, the more it made us more determined this was going to work and the more it made us go out that's of our fantastic. way to make sure that we were going to um, do the unthinkable to a degree sometimes. You know, we had... Um, different things occur along the way with governmental departments, as you can imagine, where they said, oh, no, you can't do that. Really? Okay, well, let, let's just go back and backtrack and tell you where we think we're going to go with this. And then once we had a chance to sit down with these governmental departments and actually tell them why we needed to exist because of the challenges that arose in the local communities, they then backtracked quite quickly and gave us the space we needed to develop. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. I think, I mean, you know, one of the big things on that side, Jeffrey, really, is that you know, as much as governmental departments, you know, can be frowned upon sometimes. At the end of the day, the people who hide behind them are only human, after all. Gotcha. I mean, absolutely, and and you know, it, it it's it's fantastic. I mean, I've I've seen something similar over here in the states, but nothing in comparison. I haven't. Maybe it's there, and I'm not aware of it. I, I won't say that it, I'm probably benign to some of the phenomenal things that people do. Um, how many stores now? I heard a number last week, and I was astounded again, just like I was when I felt that you had opened an office in Iceland. Except this is a true story. How many shops now? 
We've, we've got ten buildings now. Ten buildings. In how many yeah. months? Um, well, we only had two at the start of the year. <laughs> wow. You guys are fa- you, you, you're fascinating. We, we have a business coach, like, you know, most successful businesses. We have a business coach, um, David Holland, and David gave me the opportunity to go out to the south of France for ten days at the tail end of last year and gave me a real chance to focus on where we could take the commercial side of the charity. And I came back and said, right, it's going to take eight weeks to put the changes into place we need to put in place, and that took us up to New Year. And January the 1st, I came back and I said to Gary Murray, the other Gary works with us, right, we're launching some new shops. And he said, you said shops, not shop. I said, yeah. And within, I think I'm right in saying about eight weeks, we'd opened sort of five new shops. Um, We've got two new ones which will be open before the end of this month, 33 before the end of this year, 100 next year, and 500 by the year after. Talk about aggressive. Wow. I am in awe, guys. This is absolutely fantastic. I mean, 10, 10, and you're talking 100 by next year. So tell me where. Where do you want to go? Where are you looking? Just about everywhere? Uh, by the end of um, 2015, we want to be on the moon. <laughs> we want to be moving from the UK overseas. Um, it's, it's interesting because we've had a lot of people inquire from the US uh, who can, you know, who are interested in getting involved in what we've um, set up. Um, who, obviously, people like yourself, Jeffrey, who live by similar standards in the pay it forward philosophy and you know the, the whole concept of just doing great things for other people. And we've had inquiries from Italy, Australia. All over the world, it's just bizarre. <laughs> We're just two wow. guys from Suffolk, who just wanted to make a difference. You know, that's that's. I mean, you think of the greats of the world. Uh, you know, you, you know. I, I read, I read not too long ago. I know everybody's probably seen on Facebook of all the great people, the Steve Jobs, and and you know, but like Walt Disney was turned down. He went how many times with little the little caricature of Mickey Mouse, and everybody laughed at him. Next thing you know, he put it together and he did it. And look what he did. Look at the empire he built from a silly little mouse cartoon that he drew how many years before. But you know, Jeffrey, if you he saw it. Vision, that's what it is. It's a vision. You've got to have it. You've got to have it. You guys have got the vision. If somebody doesn't have the vision, they'll never see. In order to see a vision, you've got to have the vision. It doesn't mean that everybody shares our vision or your vision perfectly, but if they see bits and pieces of it and they see it becoming a reality, then they start to believe and then it now becomes their vision as well. And sometimes even to a greater degree because they have ideas and, and uh, things that can be implemented that you go, whoa, hey, that's a great idea. We can put that into this program or that program. And this is how greatness is formed. This is how people help people. And you guys touched upon the receiving aspect. It is critical. There are so many people out there thinking they just have to go and give it all the time, but they don't understand you have to be able to feel the receiving as well. And they said, no, no, you can't feel receiving because that's really not right. That's like ego. Well, unfortunately, that's, that is not right. What is right is exactly what you guys are doing. You're out there giving it, and every time you do it, you feel it, you receive it. You're getting it right then and there automatically. And people say, well, you know, if I help this person today, you know, and they don't help me back. No, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. You're going to help a person today, and somebody else is going to come around and help you when you need it. It could be somebody higher up a ladder that's help, that's going to come around and help you in a business sense, like you did with your coaching, with your business coaching, Mark. You know, there you received you are open to receiving. Now, if you were not open to that receiving, what would you have gotten? Where would you be right now? Ten shots? The funny thing is, David had contacted us about a month after we opened our first store, and loads of people were contacted us saying, oh, we love what you're doing, how can we help? And we had not a clue of, of what to tell these people. <laughs> so, you know, what happens when you don't know, you generally don't do anything. David contacted us about a month after we opened, and we said, well, we, we can find something perhaps summertime, and um, sometime it'll, and it was like a year later. 27,000 emails later, um, Jeffrey, I've, I've said to Gary, I've got to contact this David, but I couldn't remember the guy's name. 
I couldn't remember his company name. All I could remember was he contacted us in the early days. So I went through 27,000 emails on my Hotmail account um, to track oh, him gosh. down and sent him an email. And within 15 minutes, I'd had a phone call back and, we, and he was on board. Um, you know, it, and it, it just goes to show that there's a lot of people out there who do just want to give with no thought of consideration of return. Um, right. You know, we've had to come to realise that you do have to receive, um, otherwise bills can't be met, you know, which means that we can't, as an organisation, can't continue to do the great work we're doing. Um, and there has to be a form of realism in there, you know. One of the challenges, Geoffrey, in the early days for Gary and I was that we were teaching kids how to go get a job and get off benefit systems, so we were then, well, we can't accept grants from the government or help from anybody because that means that we're just doing what we're telling other people not to. Exactly, um, yeah. And we battled, we battled with that for, I'd probably say, the best part of 12 months, you know, and we weren't progressing because of that. And the minute we accepted the help, what people wanted to give us, then it allowed us, well, you know, then we could fly to great heights. Wow, I'm in awe, guys. I mean, this this is this is uh, fantastic. I keep saying fantastic, phenomenal, expedaliosis, you know, all those fancy words. Because you guys have done something that a lot of people maybe have thought about doing, and they just weren't sure that they had enough vision to do it. And if you're listening to this show today, anybody that listens to this show anywhere, or somebody you might know that has an idea that's fantastic, tell them to do it, because you know, nothing ventured is nothing gained. And there's no harm in trying, even if it doesn't work, because maybe some other way it will work. Gary and Mark are proven examples of what can work if you create, you do, you really care about your fellow people and wanting to help people, the pay-it-forward philosophy, the gift-what-you-need philosophy, and being open to being able to give and then being open to receiving, because when you give it, you've got to get it back. It's like the water well. If the water well keeps giving buckets of water out today and it doesn't get replenished tonight when everybody's sleeping in the village, when they come back for more water tomorrow, there's no water. So you've got to have the receiving. It's that sacred circle. These guys are all about it. This is, I love it. I absolutely love it. So, you know, you know, I was, I had the, my next question that I had written down was what was next for you guys, but you're talking about it. I mean, you're saying by 2015 you'll be in the United States, or do you think before that? Um. I think it will be before that, Jeffrey. to be fair. Um, from my side, on the, I deal predominantly with the commercial side. Gary and Lorraine deal with the, um, the charitable side of things. On a commercial point of view, there's a, as you can imagine, for a charity to launch into a new company, there's a lot of legalities to go through. Yes, absolutely. Um, that isn't going to stop us, that's for sure. Um, I know somewhere out there, someone oh. listening to this show is going to go, I can help with that, um, and it will just happen. We know that by it will. default. It will. That's you know, exactly right. The universe right. will provide that, you know, that right, correct person to talk to us at the right time um, and to be able to put that into play. And I think from our side, we already have loads of people following us on Facebook, um, Jeffrey, that, you know, worldwide, that are watching, seeing what we're doing, seeing how they can get involved. You know, we had... A, we're always posting to things like house clearances, Jeffrey. We had a lady contact us the other day from Canada to say, I've got house clearance. When will you be coming? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, this is exactly right. I mean, I, I, I do want to put that, that that feeling and thought out to everybody. Mark, you just did it. Think about it, guys. Everybody listening to this call, think about those that you know that could really grab a hold of this by the horns and run with it anywhere you might be listening from because you're in every corner of the planet listening to this broadcast. Think about it. These guys have got the philosophy. They've got the vision. They've already done all the hard work. Now it's a chance for somebody to grab a hold of it and really take off and run with it with them and partner with Gary and with Mark and do the same thing in your country because people everywhere in this world need this type of help right now. We are in tough straits, economically, everywhere. Now, people say, oh, it's so miserable, it's so terrible. It doesn't have to be, but it, but unfortunately, it's been created. 
it's something that's been created. And we, it is exactly. We could we could have another whole hour show on that subject and probably not even finish it in an hour because we'd probably have to talk to it till the cows come home. And you know they don't come home unless you go get them. So that said, we won't get into the dollars and cents of what's going on with the economy. But we know it's not easy out there. We know people are hurting. We know there's a lot of people without their homes that have lost homes that have lost their jobs in every country on the planet. And it's just the way it is, unfortunately. It isn't the way it's going to stay. It's not the way it has to be, but right now it is. So right now we need to help people help people. One at a time, you can change the world. It was said. It's true. These guys are doing something about it. You, too, can grab a hold of it. Get a hold of these guys. You know, we've still got 30 minutes to talk, but this is fantastic because we've got so much more to get to. But I wanted to get that in there now. Please call in one 877 Continental U.S., Canada, North America. Uh, there's another number you can call in or get on the show, log on to Blog Talk, type a question. We've got a lot of people in the chat room. People, come on, ask some questions. These, these guys are here to answer them. Um, fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I'm in awe with everything. I mean, 10 shops now. I'm still going back to that because just, just, Recently, I just thought you had one, and then I heard about eight, and now it's ten. What other country are you thinking of for the U.S.? Where do you think you'll be in Europe? Uh, well, uh, do you know what? Well, while I was down in the south of France, Jeffrey, um, at this seminar, um, I, was, I was looking at a lovely empty shop down there, thinking to myself, I could open that now um, in Cannes and, and be away. You know, and it's interesting because I was talking to the business people down there and there was people on the seminar from Luxembourg and we all live in, you know, a community, Jeffrey, where we all assume we're the only people who have the problem. That's right. Worldwide, worldwide at this point in time, the under-25 marketplace, let's, let's say, the kids of today, all have the same challenge worldwide. The communities all have the same challenges worldwide. There is no difference. What we've... Um, come to realise is that we've got a system that gets these kids to question who they are, to question how they get involved in what we do, then how they get involved in community projects, and from that, how they then become what the community expects them to really want to be. And it doesn't take an awful lot for a lot of kids to get from A on the alphabet to Z. You know, A being here I am today... Um, being unemployed, said being, here's an employer who wants to employ me and I want to do the job. Because one of the problems we've realised, Geoffrey, is that if you tell kids they've got to get a job, job stands for just over broke. Because that's, that's, what, right. they've been that's, right. that's what they've been programmed now through TV, media, Facebook and everything else to realise. What kids want is meaningful employment. They want to get up in the morning with... That vigour, I know when my alarm goes off, it doesn't matter if it's 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, I know I'm out of bed because I absolutely am passionate about my job. And unless you can instal that into kids' heads, they've got no reason to go to work, only the money. Exactly. And and if the money isn't very good, you've got no reason to be there. But if the money isn't very good but you love your job, you'll go anyway. So what we work on is getting kids to understand that the money is a secondary item. Enjoy your work, love getting out of bed in the morning for that passion inside you, and that is what will drive your day, not the money. Yeah, if you if you hate your job, and you know we've all probably been there at one point, you end up spending the money on stuff that you think is going to make you happy. And because you can all probably get a credit card as well within ease, you know, you get paid twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand pounds, and they'll give you a credit card for another five, and you spend it all on crap, on stuff, and it ends up in our charity shops. We have a great yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, we have a great expression in the UK: if you keep buying stuff, you'll end up with stuff all. Well, it's true. It is very true. And in, in, in one of the one of the one of the focuses I was looking at is the principles you guys are operating under are phenomenal are fantastic I mean you know you're, you're delivering help you're supporting you're coaching you're mentoring you know you're, you're helping these under 25s to, to learn a trade to learn this you know get get the job mentality and that just over broke is so true Mark so true 
and when they can get up in the morning, just like you said, like you do, like I do, and get up in the morning and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, i got another beautiful day ahead of me. I don't care if it's raining out. I don't care if it's snowing. I don't care what it's doing. I know that I'm going to make a difference today, and I know I'm going yes. to feel good, and I'll be exhausted at the end of the day, but I'm, I'm physically, mentally exhausted because I had a great day. Not because I had a miserable misery day. Not because I walked around moping with my head looking at the pavement all day. Because it's a happy day. And when you can take the youth of today and catch them and get them to turn around and lift their heads up and put their shoulders back and feel proud of what they're doing, God bless the both of you. Because there is so much of that needed in this world today, let alone all of the the young ad- other young adults and the older, the over 25s and the and the, even the older folks that, that still want and need that that leg up, so to speak, but they recognize and value. They value the difference. They say, wow, you turned and you chose to help me. How can I help you? You know, just like the movie, just like the Piff movie. It was all about that. It was all about that. You know, when when and what did he do? He went to the house and he started fixing the car, and she comes out and says, my God, what are you doing in my house? She was going to shoot him with a shotgun. You know, what are you doing here? Yeah. I'm I'm, re- I'm repaying your son. You know, she didn't know what he was talking about. Well, that same philosophy does work. It does work. It, it That's it. That's it. And when you can get these people to do that. Now, you offer levels um, of getting people involved in a personal level, business level. Tell tell us more about that, would you guys? Well, what's that, Jeffrey? For people helping us and getting involved? So we help them. Oh, yeah, about you helping. I mean, as far as you know, you have different levels of assistance, and you know how you're helping and support, and and you know yeah, yeah. And you go through. From our side, Jeffrey, there's lots of different options. I mean, on the charitable side of things, Gary and Lorraine deal with the uh, the personal development side and the the coaching and the mentoring. Um, mm-hmm. And Michael has now got involved as a, a fitness coach who's now got involved to help put together a complete health and fitness side, because obviously what you eat, how you um, exercise, don't exercise, whatever that might be, all creates the person what you are. I, on the other hand, tend to get involved in helping the under-25 start new businesses. Um, and we've one of the new buildings we've just taken on has got 20 new offices in it, and that's the side what I'll be developing is actually... Those offices all go out rent-free to kids under 25 that want to go self-employed and can't afford to go rent a building. Um, so they'll get the facilities of having their own office uh, inside a secure unit, inside the facilities where business coaches will come along and offer them help and assistance to get that business really roaring. Fantastic. Uh, you know, so give me an example of, of how, you know, when you get a, a youth, how, did, are they, how are these kids coming to you? Are they hearing about it from everybody, from other cho- other other guys now or, and girls, or what, what's going on there? Uh, if I give you one example, Jeffrey, um, just over a year ago, I had to attend our job centre uh, in the local town where we are in, um, right. in East Anglia, right. and I did a speech um to a group of under-25s that had been long-term unemployed, so they were all six months to 12 months without work. And I did a, a motivational speech about goal-setting and aspirations, inspiration, and, and jokes with them about how the universe always provides me with whatever I look for. And at the end of the meeting, a young lad approached me and said, um, I really enjoyed that, and just walked off. And that evening, he contacted me on Facebook and said, I really enjoyed your talk today. I'd like to come do some work with you. He came, he volunteered for nearly 12 weeks full-time. He was um, a qualified electrician on his first two years of um, through college, but couldn't get a work placement, so he'd fallen through the, unfortunately, through the sort of the coffers of, uh, of the college and not been able to get a job. So he came to work with us volunteering, and after a few weeks, I say, we then found him a position to do PAT testing for us. In the UK, every electrical appliance has to be tested before it can be sold. And he has this last month now stepped up to come and work with us on the management team uh, to actually now look at start running the organisation. So I think that just goes to show from his side, he had vision. You know, he just needed someone to bring that vision out. And I think that's one of the things what a lot of kids, you know, right through from school, Jeffrey, right through to the workplace, that isn't nurtured. 
also they don't know to bring it to the table. And that's, that's really, as an organisation, what we're about, just nurturing that um, and bringing the best of them out. You know, there's an expression out there that says nothing is by accident, that everything is pre-planned, and I'm starting to believe that more and more and more the more I listen to it and the more I hear people say it. When you think about that, now there's a gentleman who's an electrician who was down in his luck. He's out of work. If I remember, if I recognize the story correctly, he came to you. He heard you. Just, just everybody would say, well, by chance he was there. No, there was no chance. He was there for a reason, and that reason, that reason really built up in his mind. And that evening, he got in touch with you. And then look at it now. And how long of a period of time was that? Is that Mark? I mean, short period of time, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's been with us now for just on 12 months. And that includes the time he spent with volunteering. Um, so there you go, in a year's time. Up on the management team. I mean, how fantastic is that? Now he's going to head up and make sure that every electrical appliance of, of any manner or shape or form that comes through the door of any shop is tested, and he'll be having to have other people eventually work with him doing the same thing. This is a perfect he example has. of He already has. See? He already Isn't has, that yeah. from, Wow. Wow. I mean, you know, this gets better and better. This gets better and better. So, guys, I mean, we've got a... Just to give you an idea, we have um, 20 staff now um, and 120 volunteers across our organisation. All, all of our staff all started as volunteers. So they've all come through the system, and then as we've needed to employ somebody, they then stepped up to the breach and said, can I be, you know, can I be considered for a job? So out of the 20 what are employed, all of them... Um, are now employed via the, you know, they've come through the volunteer system, they've proved their worth, they've shown that they're worthy of, the, you know, getting the opportunity to be employed, and it, it's what they've achieved. You know, yes, we've given them a platform to uh, be able to do that, but they're the ones who have achieved it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Gary, I got a question. You're, you're heading up, in, and you know, as far as the coaching goes, that's your. I know, Mark, you're, you're exceptional at coaching as well. I can tell just listening to you. Uh, what kind of a program have you put together for them based on on uh, strategic intervention training, or what have actually have you got going? Um, well, I'm working with a, a, a group of coaches um, in in Mark and Lorraine and other people that have gotten involved. Um, Lorraine has got certificates. Um, enough to paper a buffer them and uh, Michael has come through an awesome journey I've been through you know, an awesome journey in um, coach training in every different seminar every different book that I thought I needed to to, to get some big answer when you, know, you can get so much um, out of a person by just sitting there and listening and, and getting that other perspective on it. Um, <clears throat> so, getting I've I, I found this in in December. Um, Michael said to me, maybe a year, two years ago, said you need to look at the hero's journey. And I said, yeah, yeah, I know all about that. Well, I went to a seminar in December, and in London, and I learned all about the hero's journey, and it's just. You know, explaining each of the steps, and you know, to see people get it, and there's so much there. That with and without getting too complicated, just to have someone listening, just to have someone, you know, feel to feel like someone else understands, and and that someone cares. There's exactly. So much exactly. You know, how many like first food hamper? Mark would have never asked for help. And he'd have never gone somewhere. To... Are you still there? I am here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry, the, the background noise went out. Um, he'd have never asked for help, and he'd have never gone anywhere for help. Right. It, it was taking, you know, just taking that little bit of action, and and going to the people who wouldn't otherwise ask, and you know, kind of paying it forward to them without them asking. Um, when we've done when we've done food collections uh, the last three years, the, the biggest ones have been the people that you've heard of word of mouth, who who wouldn't have asked for help, who wouldn't have you know stuck their hand up, 
but it takes someone on their inner circle to to know they needed help and to get on that inner circle of someone. When you've got them in a room, you know, I had a room full of people yesterday, and we literally did job interview techniques. And it was like night and day, the difference between some of them who hadn't even seen or had anyone spend any time with them before. It was just amazing. Wow. You know, it's amazing to listen to what you say amazing is amazing. There's no question. And how important is that? When you talk about coaching, I think that is one of the first things that we all had to learn. The story is not yours. What is yours is your personal experience that brought you up to the level of being able to keep your mouth quiet and listen with both ears long enough to hear this person's story. Because it's their story, it's their personal journey, and it's them that you are coaching. It's them that you are guiding. And you are so right on, you're so spot on on that to, to have that recognition. That is the key to phenomenal coaching. When a coach can just sit back and say... Listening yeah. and getting them to see it from a different perspective and to question it. And exactly. To ask, the, you know, ask the <clears throat> questions that, you know, turn around and, you know, I've got a saying in my seminars I say, you will laugh, you will cry, and you will probably say, Gary, you're a bastard. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put your stuff in front of you. Um, you know, it's time to. Lay it out. Time to lay it out. It's time to to face this stuff that that you that most people, myself included, have avoided for so long. Well, don't we ever? I mean, we think we think that, uh, which brings us up to the positioning we're in as coaches, and the quality that you are as a coach <coughs> is all of that. It's to take the personal story of of knowing that you've been there and you've done that so that when you hear somebody else's story, you go, uh-huh, okay, but this isn't about me, but I can relate. I can feel it. I can understand it. And then I can help them. You know, remember remember, remember, you know, in the movie, standing up there on the chalkboard, this is me, and this yeah. is three people, and I'm going to help them. The why he was going to help them is because he knew that they needed help, but it didn't really, it didn't really, it wasn't about him. But this was him. He knew he could do something, and this was three people he was going to help. So you take that and you multiply it, that each one of those people now goes gets three, and it goes so crazy, so fast. And exactly the growth pattern you guys are on, I mean, you, you, you're you going ballistic. You know, your front burners just aren't lit and clicked. You, you, you're, you're, you're in stage three, out, out of here, you know, to infinity and beyond, you know. Um, and back and back again, because then you're going to go do another trip, because something else is going to come up, and it's going to be another whole different level. And if you look at it in the levels, and you you know you've you've gone through it, and you say, okay, this these were the growing years. This is where we're at. Now you've got you know you don't even need to reinvent the wheel anymore, but more and better stuff is coming as a result of it. The coaching aspect in reaching these kids is phenomenal because when you change their minds about who they are and what they think they are and who they think they are, and you bring them to a new realization of who they can be because it is who they are, wow. Now, you, now you're that's, talking that's paradigm shift. Paradigm Hold shift right there. And when you reach youth, that youth is going to change the future of this world because there are unfortunately too many people that are not in youth anymore that just don't think they can change their mind. Oh, they can change it as far as what they want for dinner tonight. Oh, they can change it as far as what shirt they might put on today or tomorrow or what pair of shoes. But they just don't think they can get in there and change anything that was from the past that conditioned them to be who they are and created the debilitating belief of habit they live in. The unfortunate part of it is they don't understand that everything that they've done brought them up to the person they are today, which is going to make them a better person in helping fellow their fellow person. You know, we are all who we are as coaches because of our own path. Every step we took from childhood, people can say, "I had the worst childhood in the world." I, I, you just don't even, you just don't even understand. My life sucked, okay? And I look at the person and I say, "Yeah, I'm sure it did." But do you really you think it was that different yeah. than somebody else? 
Yes, it was different, but it was the same in another respect because we all are walking a path based on what we've learned. We become what we learn based on what we did learn. It's just the way it is. We live what we learn and learn what we live. And that's from parents, unfortunately, that were taught by parents that unfortunately were taught by parents. And once upon a time, that system was different because people had more, there was values, there were other things, but unfortunately the way things have gone in the world, we've got this situation. Now you guys do something like this with Crack On, and you are changing the world. You are physically changing it. Physically changing, you're altering it. You, you, you're bringing it around. You're flipping it. You're flipping it over. And you're making such such a massive difference. I mean, it is, uh, it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. Yeah, I mean, wow! I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I want to tell you this. 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 Uh, <laughs> whoa! I, I've digested. I'm digesting. Uh, I, I've learned more today about what you guys do than I even thought. Um, and then, and then to hear that it's ten shops, and then to hear all the all the staff that you've got on the twenty people on staff now in in this period of time that you've since you started this, since Mark, you received that hamper that night. Now, what a beautiful story. And now you go on and you do the same thing for others. Three of the buildings we've got now, I haven't set foot in. I don't know how you'd have the time. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's the powerful thing about it, that you know, I dropped this pebble in the pond end of 2009, and we, we've splashed about and, and messed about a bit, but you know the ripples that are going on now, I don't have anything to do with necessarily. No, they're perpetuated. Yeah, if we want to get a message out to anyone that's listening now, is is go do it. Crack that on. was my that was my next question. Right, in all honesty, that's that's what we were coming to. Is that what now? Okay, how can people that are listening help you? First of all, what can people do out there to help you? I think there's loads of answers to that, Jeffrey. Um, in simplicity, don't think about it. Whatever you're thinking about doing, you know, we've said this, but we're just two normal, simple guys from, you know, East Anglia in England. We just made a decision we were going to do it. You know, if people want to contact us because they'd be interested in working alongside us as coaches, mentors, counsellors, whatever, um, anywhere in the world there is the requirement for what we're doing. That's just reality. You know, people can get involved in fundraising worldwide. You know, we, we have one of these Just Giving pages and PayPal buttons and all sorts of things on the website, Jeffrey. People can right. get involved right. anywhere in the world, you know, whether that's they want to donate their time, want to donate their energy, want to donate, you know, money, whether they want to fundraise on our behalf. You know, some of the guys have done all sorts of obscure things for fundraising. We've had... People run cake stalls. They've raised, you know, like, sort of like 50 pounds for us. You know, anything and everything people want to do to get involved, you know. It's called crack on for a reason, you know. We've had all the jokes about, oh, is it a dr about people with drugs? No, it's just about this simple thing called get on with it. Just do it, you know. Uh, just friggin' do it, right. Yeah, you know. I think, I think you need to get some... Get, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, sorry, all I was going to say is, when I was a, when I was a kid, um, my grandparents lived for one purpose, to teach me everything they knew. And what came out of that for me was that somewhere in the last 20, 25 years, we've lost that exchange of knowledge from the elder generation to the younger generation. Exactly. And that is a balance that we're trying to put back. You know, we have a lot of older people, you know, when I say older, I'm 45, you know, so from my side, I class myself as more on the older, more mature side now, Jeffrey. Um, and the, but there's a lot of people from my age and above that have a lot of great knowledge to give kids. And that's something we need to put the balance back on, where, you know, a lot of people out there have got a lot of knowledge that they could be giving on to the younger generation for them then to progress their careers forward, progress themselves forward in leaps and bounds. You know, if, if someone holds the key for you to go five years ahead in your employment 
because of the knowledge they hold in their head. Imagine being able to give that knowledge to someone. It's just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. A lot of passion around those words, my friends. I totally agree with you. And you take some of the folks that, that are out of work, that are older, that have got all this experience and are sitting at home watching the telly all day going, what do I do now? I hope some of them are hearing us. Somebody that is hearing today and listening to this show is going to get their message to them. Hey, get a hold of the guys down at Crack On and go volunteer. Go spend an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. Get down there and help out because your knowledge is going to change the mind of a youth of today. And that's going to change the mind of the future for people in general. You, you hit it right on again, Mark. Perfect. And that that we that was that we learned. Now you learned, you learned from your grandparents what you are now doing. So you, that's that's the perfect scenario right there. You've lived what you learned, and you learn what you live. You did it. You're doing it. You had this. You had this inspelled knowledge given to you and granted to you by grandparents when you were young. You've remembered it, and now you're living it. They would be. It'll make they, it even I mean, more exciting now, Jeffrey. Doesn't it though? Doesn't it though? Because um, this is perpetuation. A, a month ago, my oldest daughter had a, had her first grandchild, or my first grandchild, and and now it comes down to me to do the same all over again. <laughs> Congratulations! I know the feeling well. It is a wonderful, beautiful feeling. It's that continuation and perpetuation of what we have to expel to them, to give to them in knowledge. And provided we give them the right knowledge, we can bring this whole thing back to where it's supposed to be and what it was many, many years ago. It can be done one at a time, group by group. Just do it. I love it. I hope you're going to get some T-shirts done up to say, just do it. Crack on. Because I think more and more people should be wearing them. Just do it. I think it. it's more like, just, just did it's the important one. Just do it insinuates you're going to. Just did it is a much better. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I really do. Oh gosh. So I, I'm really thrilled, and I'll tell you, my my plan is to be uh, personally to be over in England, uh, over in the UK, sometime this year. Uh, the whole the whole program's being put together now on the authentic use side, on uh, the live events we are planning, which of course you gentlemen are involved in as members of Carousel Partners International, our group. And now, along with Authentic U presentations, we're going to be doing live events. Um, this is going to be absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to get over there and get going and get in front of people so that more and more and more people on live events, filmed events. And you guys do wonderful with video as well. I mean, I am I am impressed with the video as I've seen. Now, anybody that has not seen them that's listening, guys, go ahead and give out the website information right now. Let them have it so they can say it. They can hear it. Okay, it's crackon.org. And that the videos on simple. that page, that's, yeah, that's it. And uh, we've got a YouTube channel, and you can look up Crackon on YouTube. Um, and remember to you know, look for the charity side of things rather than anything else. And, um, yeah, there's so much out there. that we, We've got a website, we've got our Facebook group. Um, it's, all, it's all there. Get, get on. Absolutely. Just do it, people. Just do it. Listen to what the guys are telling you, Gary and Mark, today. This has been a phenomenal hour we've just spent. Uh, I, I am just so thrilled to be have been, had the pleasure of speaking with both of you this, this past hour. It's been absolutely fantastic. I can't believe it's gone by so quickly. We've got a couple of minutes left, and uh, we're right down to it. And, guys, thank you. And I want everybody, please, reach out to these guys. Lend a hand where you can ever give them a hand. If you know if somebody needs a hand, give them a hand. Get them down and get them in front of crack on. I don't care where you are in the world. It's going to come to a neighborhood near you, I can tell you right now. Thank you guys so very, very much. Hang in with me here. I want to talk about next week on Carousel Partners International, we have Catherine Thompson from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Catherine is an intervention coach. She is going to have absolutely enjoyable to speak with. You're going to enjoy the show next week as well, and then we'll be moving on to a new schedule after that, Carousel Partners International with Authentic You Media, Authentic You Radio, and our lovely host, Michelle Abo. Thank you very much, Michelle, for handling the controls today for us behind the scenes. And I want to thank you all very much for listening to us on Authentic You Radio, Carousel Partners International. Guys, once again, a blessing to have spent this hour with you. I am privileged to have had the opportunity. Thank you so very, very much. 
Have a Thank great rest of your Thank you. Thanks, guys. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.